Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, yeah. Great song. John, I play this one in my apartment, man. This is one of my YouTube classics. I go to this all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if you could read my mind, man. Joe just bouncing around the apartment. Yeah. Love it. Like, uh, you think you're gonna sit and listen to Jimmy? Oh Andrew. yeah, you sit and listen to this, and you and you scoff at Patti LaBelle. Yeah, well, that's that one Patti LaBelle song was a disaster. No, she it wanted wasn't. A, she wanted a new attitude. Yeah, she should have chosen a new song. Oh, yeah, outrageous. that song stunk. And God bless her, Philadelphia legend. But that ripping new... Patti LaBelle and the Grateful Dead today. But this crap. Yeah, <laughs> I love this song, man. Plus the Gordon Lightfoot version. It's also great, man. The classics all around. All right, let's talk to our next guest. He does a tremendous job covering the Eagles. Of course, you can follow all of his work, the Go Birds page, on the WIP website. And he's going to be working, well, I think, on the beat, eh, at least in the NFC Championship game, maybe the Super Bowl, Mr. Elliot Shore-Parks. How you doing, Elliot? Man, nothing screams playoff football like the story of you dancing <laughs> around in your apartment to that song. Well, so, I didn't say dancing. You, da- uh, you know it's football time. Yeah, I didn't say dancing. Let's not spread oh, you rumors. Dance. Come on. You don't blast that song and not I dance. dance. We all know I you, dance uh... in my mind. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm dance, right dancing on my own like the Phillies. All right, so, yeah. Elliot, um, look, they had a wonderful regular season. They had a strange end of the season. What yeah. is your mindset as they gear up for the playoffs? Just big picture here. The positive, the negative, and kind of what's running stronger through your mind right yeah. now. I mean, there's there's a lot of truth right now with this team. And one is they have the best chance in the NFC of going to the Super Bowl, right? They, they already won a playoff game, right? They only have to win two. I think even with them playing poorly, the only team in the NFC you could point to and say that is definitively playing better is the Niners, right? So that that's clearly the, the roadblock there. But I also think that, people are doing a lot of rationalizing and excuse making for a team that really yeah. hasn't played a great game in over a month. Right. And for one week, you can explain it away for two weeks, but it's been a month now. And really, if we want to stretch it further, I think if you look at their last 10 games, only three have been, okay, that's a Super Bowl winning performance. The other ones have been, you know, mostly just mediocre to, to below average. So the reality is they earned the number one seed in the NFC and that's why they have a chance. But watching on the field, I don't think they look like a team ready to go win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree with you, Elliot. You were there with the team yesterday. What was the the message in the locker room with the the players from coach to player? 
Yeah. So, I mean, look, there was certainly a celebratory mood and, and rightfully so. Like, I, you know, I understand that they should be aware that there's stuff that they need to fix. And, you know, they, they know that they talked about it, but they did just clinch the number one seed. They did just win the division. I mean, this is a team last year that got embarrassed in the playoffs. So I think they, they, they were rightfully celebratory about what they uh, had accomplished. I did think it was interesting that Nick Sirianni said in the postgame presser yesterday that he that the message to his team was about being confident in themselves and kind of realizing and remembering, I guess, maybe that they should have that confidence. So for a coach that really mm. picks and chooses his message, I thought that was an interesting one heading into the game. Sure. That suggests that there is reason that they would not have confidence because of the way they yeah. performed. Well, Elliot, let, okay, let me ask you a, a question about our own confidence. I mean, me and John here as, as fans um, and, and the millions that are fans. Yeah. Based on what we saw from Hertz yesterday and how they schemed him, meaning they clearly didn't want the full go Jalen, take too many hits, run those type of plays, quarterback powers and all that. What's your gut feeling two weeks from now? And what you know about the injury, about right. how – confident we should feel that they'll unleash Hurts in two weeks or still need or feel or feel the desire to not desire but the need to hide him a little bit that he starts and he plays but it's not the full Jalen effect well if they have to run anything similar to what they ran yesterday this team legitimately might not win a playoff game I, I just got done watching the game and it was way worse than I thought live I thought Jalen was bad. I thought the protection for him was also bad. Yeah. Uh, it looked like they had no idea what to do when they got blitzed. If I'm a defensive coordinator, I watch that. I'm probably blitzing them a ton. Uh, That's in what that I'm person. saying. Elliot, yeah, absolutely. How, yeah, just to see how they can handle it. Um, now, in terms of, you know, it, how much can you, I guess, excuse away what happened yesterday by the fact that it was a uh, vanilla offense? I also think that's not really you know, a, a fair excuse for why they struggled because they were playing backups. So I think even the best plays, you know, even whatever play they were running, should have been successful against the players that they were going against. So come playoff time, do I think they'll run a different offense? Yeah, I do. I just I thought how Hurts played yesterday was concerning. If they let Jalen be Jalen and, and he can escape and do the things he normally would do, I would think teams would blitz less because he has punished our opponents when they got blitz happy in the past. But how much do you think Jalen healthy corrects the third down difficulties that we showed yesterday and the red zone difficulties that we, that we saw yesterday? Yeah. I think if Jalen is back to what he was before the shoulder injury, then yeah, those problems are fixed. I mean, you know, and I, I heard Sirianni on with Angelo talk about how they struggled in the red zone. He talked about it yesterday, too. Yeah, um, yeah they struggled in the red zone. But, they, you know, you can't just keep saying for weeks and weeks, well, if we don't turn it over four times, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, bottom line is it's been a long time since the team didn't have to excuse a performance. But in terms of, you know, Jalen and will he fix things? Yeah, he will. I just don't know if Jalen's going to be healthy. I thought it was yeah. eye-opening how how honest they were after the game yesterday about how kind of a struggle it was to get him to even play in this game. Sirianni said he was sore during the game. Jalen really didn't want to talk about it, but then when he did, said how hard he had to work to get ready. So I know it's two weeks away, and that's where the bye really helps. But, you know, I, I don't know if Jalen's going to be the Jalen that he was in the regular season. What about Lane? I mean, what what can be expected of Lane in two weeks? Well, I think the offensive line has played poorly, so clearly getting Lane back could be a really a really big, you know, 
blow, a really big thing for that offensive line. Um, and I think he will play. I think the expectation is that he's going to start, um, you know, barring any kind of setback over the next two weeks. You know, expecting him to be a hundred percent is probably unfair. Oh yeah, what no, he's not. Yeah, there's yeah. no, there's no chance. I mean, I had a very similar injury, and many have. I mean, look, there's a lot of athletes when they have that injury, they have surgery. I mean, it's it's very yeah. it's a very and look, they all come to Philadelphia. It's the same doctor I went to. I mean, it's it's very clear cut. It's the kind of thing that usually involves surgery, and he's going to try to put it off for a month, and that's you know, it's going to be tricky. And, and I mean, you know, if Driscoll's out there, teams are going to go after him. But teams are going to go after Lane, too, knowing that he's injured. And he's going to have yeah. to prove that he can do it. And, you know, Micah Parsons potentially, you know, comes to the link. Uh, Bosa, like, there, there is a chance that they're going to – Lane's going to be back in this, with this injury for the first game against an elite pass rusher. So, yeah, I think Lane coming – he will play, but who knows how he's actually going to play. What about Avante Maddox? What's the likelihood he can be back for the postseason? I think they're hopeful that uh, that he'll be back. Now, you know, if they're going to put Chauncey Gardner-Johnson there, uh, then it's really not much of a drop-off. As good as Avante played, Chauncey, you know, has been one of the best nickel uh, corners in the league. So, yeah, I think that, you know, he could come back, but that right there wouldn't be a drop-off. The question is, how does Reed Blankenship play at safety? Uh, right. We saw what happened yesterday, you know, at the goal line. I'm sure that'll be a tough meeting for him when they show that tape to the rest of the, you know, the defense. But one thing I will say is there's not a lot of great quarterbacks coming into the NFC playoffs. I mean, it's like Dak, who's really struggling, Brady, who, who even knows at this point. So, you know, a deep safety and having a weakness there might not be as big of a concern as it was if you were going against some real yeah. great passes. Well, it's a big deal in the, in the Super Bowl. When you're facing either Mahomes, oh, sure. yep. Burrow, yep. or Allen, then, then it gets real. Ellie, let's talk about the playoffs here for a sec. Um, let's just assume for a moment Minnesota beats the Giants. I don't totally assume it, but for the purpose of this conversation, if Minnesota wins and San Francisco wins, which is a better matchup for the Eagles, facing Dallas or facing Tampa Bay? God, it's such a it's such a tough one because I do think Dallas is really struggling right now. As much as we want to talk about how the Eagles are maybe not going to the playoffs playing their best, Dak is really struggling. And I think there's something about Tom Brady coming into the second round that would, you know, probably be a, a bit terrifying. But the Bucks have been so bad all year. I mean, I don't think they're a well coached team. I would probably rather play the Bucks if uh, if I were the Eagles. I got a couple questions about our defense, Elliot. Uh, mm-hmm. Why didn't we get Davis Webb on the ground more than we did yesterday? Well, tackling has been kind of a problem for this team throughout the year. You know, I, I think the defense mostly played pretty well yesterday, but the games where they have, you know, struggled is with tackling. And look, Davis Webb, for what it's worth, was pretty elusive. You know, I mean, it's not like he's someone we've seen play 70 games and you know you can take him down. I thought he actually looked pretty pretty you know good running the ball and kind of avoiding tackles so mm-hmm. I thought it was a combination of those two things and the Giants averaged 6.1 yards a carry and 100 they had 129 yards on the ground against us and that's without Saquon uh yeah how big a problem is that for you not not much of a problem at all I think a lot of it was they just didn't want to give up a big play and when you're doing that obviously that's going to impact the run defense mm-hmm. I mean we've done the whole the run defense is a big problem thing and once that happened they went out and they shut down Derrick Henry Jonathan Taylor Saquon and you know I think there was someone else in there Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones right yeah so I think when this team wants to stop the run they can stop the run and if in the playoffs you know you're kind of playing that deep coverage and you have a lead and they get a lot of rushing yards that's probably a winning formula for this team. 
Why doesn't Boston Scott play more? Well, you know, I do think against the Giants, they should just give it to him every every carry. It's pretty clear, you know. <laughs> like, out of all the, you know, all the things Sirianni loves to do, the T-shirt bit, the visor bit, you would think he would be in on the Boston Scott thing. But I, they, Miles Sanders is better. I like Boston Scott. He's a good player. Miles Sanders is a Pro Bowl running back. He's in one of the best running backs in the league this year. I think Scott should play over Kenny Gainwell. I think that's a mistake. But I'm perfectly okay with them giving Miles Sanders the majority of the touches at running back. Elliot Short-Parks with us here. So, Elliot, who wins Coach of the Year and MVP, and who should win Coach of the Year and MVP? I still think Jalen should win MVP. Um, you know, 14-1, and one, I think it was, with him uh, – with him in the lineup, yep. you know, number one seed, all those things. I think I would give him MVP. I don't think it will be him. I think it will be Mahomes. But coach of the year is a really tough one. Uh, I I think it's probably Shanahan. If, if we're being completely fair here, what he's done with that team, that co- the quarterback situation, yeah. uh, how they're going into the playoffs. I mean, Sirianni was 0-2 with his backup, right? That That's noteworthy. But I think Sirianni actually, in a twisted way, has a chance to win it, whereas I think I'd probably give it to someone else. While Jalen won't, well, I would give it to him. But they're both right there, you know, top three in, in uh, competitive fields. The Ten- Brock Purdy thing is huge. That part helps him. Gardner yeah. Minshew, Brock Purdy, yeah. the coaching that took place to bring them up to speed. I think that really Ten hurts. Ten straight there. wins to finish. Yeah. Pretty wild. Uh, tenth pick in the draft, Elliot. While it's not the top five that it looked like for a good portion of the year it could be. You know, still- if we beat the Saints, it would be seven. Wow. Yeah. Well, look, Elliot, it's still a pretty sweet pick. What's your your sense of that, the value, um, just to yeah. the extent to which you've looked at the draft and players supposed to go? I know we haven't done deep dives yet, but what's your reaction to the Eagles getting the 10th pick from the Saints? Well, it's obviously a great trade, right? I mean, they move up six spots from where that pick was last year. Uh, so it, it worked out beautifully for the team. Uh, a position I think they should look at, and I think they will look at, is offensive tackle. Um, you know, Lane, obviously, uh, you know, suffering this injury. I think Mylotta, you know, he's going to be here for a while. But, you know, he has had back problems, and I think second half of the year has probably not been as good. Um, so I think, you know, people will view that as a luxury pick because they're, they are with the number one seed this year. They're going to use that pick, if they, if they use it, on a position that they view as incredibly important. They're not going to take a luxury pick there. So I think when you look at all the parts of their roster, offensive tackle is definitely something they'll consider. And then the second one I think would be defensive tackle, just because they're going to lose so many, potentially lose so many players at that position. Speaking of losing, is Gannon gone when this thing's over? And also, Elliot, just I don't know if you know the rules. I don't remember it off the top of my head. What are the rules for his ability to interview for jobs during the playoffs? Yeah, so I'm I'm almost positive he can interview this week while they're on the bye week. I, I don't know if he has to wait until after the playoffs to do a second interview, but you're already seeing around the league. I believe you know coaches are getting interviewed this week. So I, I, Gannon, I believe is allowed to be interviewed uh, this week, and I do think he's going to get a job. He almost got one last year. You you hear a lot about him being tied to that Texans job. Um, so I think he's probably gone, and I think it'll be a loss for this Eagles defense. I know people love to beat up on Gannon in this in this town, but they finished the year eighth in points, first in sacks, and I think seventh in turnovers. So what you want to see from a defense, they did really well. So I, I think he will get a job. I think they'll probably promote from within to uh, to replace him, and uh, I think it'll be a loss when he uh, wow. if, when he does leave. Elliot, good. St- I think it's going to be a loss. Also, Elliot, great stuff, buddy. We'll yeah. uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, I'm sure a lot uh, during the playoff stretch. Thanks, man. Yep, sounds good. Talk to you. All right, there he is. I mean, John, look, 
obviously there's always someone that can step in, but I think Gannon's a good defensive coordinator. I think he's gotten a really bad, tremendously unfair rap in this town. Last year, I was skeptical. He's been the This year, I think he's been really good. He's been the scapegoat. Uh, a lot of people's frustration, we just take it out on yeah. him. Uh, he has a very clear philosophy that doesn't mesh with what we would love to see, which is well, lighting it up. Here's the thing. If, if, if they were in the middle of the pack in sacks, okay? James, just you're pretty smart, right? In Temple Tough right sure. over there. Yeah. All right. So if they were in the <laughs> – no, I'm just playing around. If they were in the middle of the pack in sacks in the NFL – then you could have an argument. He's got Blitzmore. They're not in the top ten. Guys, they finished third in football history in sacks. Third in the history of the NFL. Yeah, I'd say they're pretty good at getting to the quarterback. I mean, what? Like, yeah, but is it? Look, that's that's stunts and guys just beating the man across. That's from using them. what you got and letting seven guys drop back in coverage. And but say, that's the point. It, it it's not like Gannon had to do anything special for that to be accomplished. No, that was the players getting after it. They did. And so, I would hate to give Gannon credit for those sacks. I'll give Gannon credit for a scheme that is conservative and protects against big plays for the most part, but that's not... Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not saying Gannon... It's not exciting stuff. I, no, it's not. I'm not saying he's Bud Carson. I'm not saying he's Buddy Ryan, defensively. I, I think he's pretty good. I think he's smart. I think he's going to run a good franchise. I mean, I think he's going to run a good operation when he gets a gig, and I think he's going to be a head coach, and this is it. This is the final month and a half of Jonathan Gannon with the Eagles, and then he's gone. He's going to be interviewing, and you hope it's not a distraction in the next couple of weeks. Let's go to Chris and Berwin. Hi, Chris. Hey guys, how are we doing? Doing well, Chris. What's up, Chris? Um, so I'm not overly concerned right now. Okay, I understand the concern that that John says, but if we we got the one seed. We're relatively healthy. We're healthier than we were in the 2017-2018 season. So. Well, Chris, I'll, right I'll now, say this. 2017 might give us a little bit of a false sense of security. I will just say that. People, people they, keep referring to it like yeah. it, like that's a regular thing. Right. Like that's an easy thing to do, to bounce back the way that we did. That was, I think that was an outlier. I do, too. I do, too. Could be. Um, although, I, I will say it sounds silly, but there's one concern for me is um, hunting, uh, especially when it comes to if we're in a, in a close game. Uh, Right in the fourth quarter, and yeah. our yeah. puncher, Brett Kern, stinks. And if he's they keep really shanking, bad. shanking, giving the team, the other team, good field position, yeah, uh, that's going to be a problem. That's a real concern, and I couldn't, I could not have predicted he would be this bad. I, it, it's, it's once upon a time this guy was booting it, and now, I mean, a thirty-three yard net yesterday. I know there were only two punts, but it wasn't just yesterday. It was the game before that, and the game before that. I was shocked. And how it it just do, it no longer explodes off his foot. It's like a dull little thump, and it's it, it sort of peters out. It, Look, it, it's a small leg. There's a reason. Small leg. There's a reason why he was still available around week whatever it was, fourteen or something. Is he super old, or did he have an injury in here somewhere? And I guess what He's I'm getting pretty old. Thirty six. See, normally a punter can still punt pretty damn effective at 36, I think. Well, Dyne Jones was, what, like 38 or something? Yeah. He must have had an injury in there somewhere because apparently he was a spectacular punter. Yeah, that's what we're told. 
He was a multiple-time Pro Bowler. I yeah, mean, for what that's worth. I mean, look, he could have had an injury. I don't know. I mean, who, who the heck knows? I just know well, whatever that... it is, it's not anywhere close to Pro Bowl so, caliber. You trying out punters this week, John? Maybe. No, yes or no. You're the Eagles. Are you trying out punters? Yes or no? Yes. If I'm the Eagles, I am. I don't know that they will. Right. Right. No, I get it. I understand. Let's go to Jabo right now in Horsham. What's up, Jabo? Yo, what's up, fellas? Hey, Jabo. Hey, listen. I mean, a win is a win is a win. I'm a, I, I bleed green. I was a 36-year season ticket holder. Gave him up in 2013 because I got a little bit older and like to wash it on the couch with a fire and, then, you know, whatever. The bathroom <laughs> right there. But I'm not real happy with that performance yesterday. I mean, we're sort of limping in here the playoffs. Not like right. San Francisco came out and got the job done with a third-string quarterback and our first-string quarterback against a second-team defense. And I'm not, I don't know. What, 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 what should I be thinking here? They held our quarterback back, and it affected the, the veracity of the entire offense. We were not – we were not anywhere close to what we should be at this point of the season because they were so fearful that he would get injured. And so we can only so hope that me, they don't right? do that in the, so in the postseason. You're telling me that if he doesn't run the ball, he's not effective. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's not, it's not just that he doesn't run the ball. He needs to have the option to run the ball. They, Why? The way, because the way they blocked it yesterday, they actually blocked the guy that we normally would be optioning off of. So now, instead of having an extra guy to climb okay, to the second level, we, we're using him up at the, at the first level because we don't want that guy to hit our quarterback. I did notice in the middle of the field there was nobody there because they knew he wasn't going to run, Yeah, which helped on their coverages, I guess. But he just didn't look sharp throwing the ball. He didn't. No, he didn't look sharp. No. So, I mean – the only team that scares me now are the Niners. I mean, can I, Chavo, can I just say one thing though? And listen, he, it's not to say that he's going to be non-injured in the playoffs and not affected by the injury from a few weeks ago. But just for what it's worth, rust is real. We've seen it before. Yeah. They did play conservative, you know, yesterday. Bryce Harper was horrendous, horrendous in September. <laughs> and no, he was. He was horrible. And then right. when October yeah. came, he was ready to go. So you just gotta, I'll say, hope and yeah. choose whether you want to believe whether I mean, Jalen will be able to lock wrong. in. I I love Jalen Hurts. I mean, I think it's great what he's done, and he's going to deserve every every bit of money he gets. But I don't know. It, it's just whoever the hot team is right now, that's who wins it. Well, the, the hottest team, the hottest team is San Francisco in the conference. And Jabba, always good hearing from you. I mean, San Francisco is the hottest team. And and they might have really found a gem in this Purdy guy. I got to say. He might have. He's also a, people, a seventh-round rookie. I know. On the play, in the playoffs, on the road, if they play here. Like, right. I, I get it. He's looked good, but let's not forget it could go away in a second. No, that's he fair. A, he is a seventh-round rookie in the playoffs. All right, so, John, let me ask you, because I have not seen him much. I, I don't even know if I've seen him. And it's only been a few games, and I don't seek out these Niner games that often. It just Have you seen Purdy play? Yeah. How good is he? He's good, and he's made better by the fact that he's got incredible st- offensive staff that uh, and skill guys around him that he can basically just put the ball in their hands and then they make plays. So he's been pretty accurate. He's also more athletic than I would have expected, and he just does a good job of distributing the ball to really good skill guys. Really good. So it's it, it's nothing spectacular, but – 
Kyle Shanahan is a, a great coach, and he, you know, limits the exposure of whatever whatever he does poorly. Like you don't see that. He he makes him look good with the way he calls the game, and then the other guys around him they don't hurt either. So Purdy has been doing, you know, the, what's asked of him, and what they're asking is is making that offense really solid so i'm looking quickly here as you're talking john i'm scrolling through the internet to find some information on garoppolo i don't see anything because wasn't he supposed to come back you know around playoff time after like he was deep into the they said he might be able to be back for like the nfc championship game was well that's when the eagles would play well, i mean i'm just not coming yeah back. i think it's going to be brock purdy <laughs> so it's you think purdy has established himself that it's it's yeah no going back I, I, well even even if garoppolo is healthy i would Kyle Shanahan will be very hesitant to make a change at that late juncture. Well, I'll tell you this, man. I, I know we're focused on San Fran for late January in an obvious NFC Championship game that is likely to be played between the two teams here in Philly. But if he's really good, he's going to give them an advantage, John, for the next three years after this because he's going to be on that rookie deal thing. Right. And they're going to have this tremendous – they still have Trey Lance on no. that. I know it's a rookie deal, but it's a first-round deal too. You know what they're going to do with him? trade him yeah maybe maybe yeah. maybe maybe is it's my nothing you know that but a rookie deal uh for trey lance is nothing like the 50 million a year we're gonna right. be paying our guy listen maybe trey lance is their backup maybe purdy's their backup i mean that could go in a bunch of directions there's yeah. no question about it all right let's talk to dan right now dan you're on wip happy new year, new year guys i haven't been able to speak to you since you were uh promoted to the morning show so congrats on that thanks dan thanks sir just a slight bump in the paycheck, I'm sure, with the morning drive money. <laughs> um, but congrats, honestly. I, I don't know how the studio is going to be big enough to hold the uh, the 20 people that are working on that show, though. Yeah, um, it's funny. Glenn was grilling me on the air yesterday about it in the pregame show, and I'm like, I don't really want to answer these questions on the air. We will have a team, a full team, assembled soon. And when we do, we look forward to unveiling it. Obviously, we will have contributors and once that is all finalized and ready to be announced, I think people will like the names they hear. Well, most importantly, you'll have James with you to keep an eye on you. There is no question that Seltzer is most important. And I say that not tongue-in-cheek. I die without him, Dan. I need this guy. People think my sister says I rip him on the air. I'd be lost without Seltzer. I mean that. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. He, he's undervalued. Hey, James, remember that what he just said when it comes to uh... – uh, promotional money. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the audio. All right. Does that <laughs> but, you know, I think, look, at big picture, the Eagles had a phenomenal year. We all agree with that. But I do think something has to be said with how you're going into the playoffs. And to be honest with you, right now, my opinion, there are four teams in the NFL that are playing better than they are. The 49ers, Cincinnati, Buffalo, uh, and um, yeah, right, I agree. And and honestly, I think that does matter. The home field over the past few years hasn't really mattered. Cincinnati went in as a four seed, so they only had one home game. Um, yeah. Now, San Francisco, the advantage the Eagles have is yes, Purdy is Mister Irrelevant, and we haven't seen him perform in the playoffs yet. So that could be a factor, and the Eagles clearly have an advantage at that position. But that said, I, over the past month, and I think, you know, ESP said it best, they have not played a good game. That should be worrisome. 
Right. I agree with it you. It is worrisome. But I, it's to me, Dan, it's not too worrisome because of the Hurts injury, meaning right. what, what that injury represented in those games. But it's, you're right, but that him being hurt is really important because he's the straw that stirs the drink. Oh, that's no question. Yeah. And look, he, he is not going to be 100% when they play in two weeks. I mean, I feel pretty darn confident of that. So what are the – honestly, like, what are your feelings about them advancing into to the Super Bowl. I think they have a better chance than not to beat San Francisco, but I think it's a, and I'm just going to say this off the top of my head, I think it's a 60-40, 60 favoring the Eagles at best. It might be a 55-45. I think there's a chance the Eagles will actually be an underdog in that game. It's, it's a tough one, man. That's a tough, right. that's, that's a tough game. John, your thoughts on that? I am very fearful of the 49ers I am not fearful of the teams that will face before that so I I think it's all but you know I don't want to say guaranteed I feel like it's inevitable that we will be facing them in the NFC championship game I think we're significantly better than all the other teams I'm really worried about facing the 49ers right the Cowboys in Minnesota in my opinion those are two fraud teams yeah, I'm not as worried. I mean, Dan, and listen, fantastic phone call, Dan. Keep these calls coming to us. I am far less worried about Dallas than I was a month ago. Far right. less. Tampa st- still doesn't really get my attention. I mean, I get it. They got Brady and they got a defense. But Brady's not Brady. Their skill position players aren't what they were. I don't even think their defense is what it was, and I don't think their coach is what it was. They have a different coach. I mean, Todd Bowles, like, I guess he's a good defensive coordinator, he basically failed with the Jets. Yeah, think Bruce, about Arians. Things, Bruce Arians was a good coach, man. Think about all the things that these teams in the NFC can say about us now, though. Like, they'll say, wow, at one point this year, yeah, I, I don't want to play the Eagles. But now, geez, the, the Saints can hang with them. Yeah. And the, the Bears hung with them. And, you know, the Giants, you know, playing their backups sort of hung with them the last game. You know, we do make – excuses for the last month and say, hey, Gardner Minshew, if he's not in there, it looks a lot different. But these teams, just like we're saying about the Dallas Cowboys, sure. like they've fallen off. Yeah, Everyone's saying that about us, too. Well, you're right. You are right. And the odds speak to it. So here's uh, odds. So I'm looking at the entire, uh, what, 14 teams that make the playoffs. The Eagles come in fifth right now for odds to win the Super Bowl. And I referenced I this earlier. That's but right. Let me give you the, the, the actual odds. So the Chiefs are in the pole position, plus 330, followed by the Bills, plus 420. Then come the Niners, plus 450. I'm sorry, I said the Eagles are fifth. That's wrong. Eagles are fourth. Niners are plus 450. Eagles are fourth at plus 550. Eagles are the only one of those teams, though, who get to play all their games at home. No, I play all their games. I, I, right, even yeah, the Chiefs and Bills. That's what I'm saying. That's my in. point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Chiefs don't if they play the Bills. Right, right, right. Or, or guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. Um, Bengals after that, plus 800. Then you start seeing a wow, drop-off. Well, that, that's a pretty big drop-off yeah. from the Eagles to the Bengals. Well, yeah. Because, Bengals have to play an extra game. Mm-hmm. And at least two on the road. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I shouldn't say at, least, at least, but, li- but likely. Like, likely to. Then you really have a drop-off. Then you go to the Cowboys, plus 1,300. Then you have a huge drop-off to the Chargers, plus 2,200. Vikings, plus 3,000. No one believes in the Vikings. I mean, <laughs> so, but plus 3, all right, here's my question for you guys. Given that the 49ers 
ha- have the inside track from the odds makers to win the Super Bowl comparative to the Eagles. And that includes the 49ers having to play an extra game, which is no small thing. You could lose, season's over. You could get players injured, affect you in the, prior, in the, in the subsequent weeks. Does this, do these odds basically mean, I think the answer is yes, but you guys tell me, that if the Eagles and 49ers play in the title game, the 49ers will be favored at the link. Yeah. No, not necessarily. So, I think off those, but look, if the if 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 the Dallas comes here and the Eagles beat them by 30 points. Well, I get it. And San Francisco but doesn't. Right of, of course right. things could change. I'm just saying, yeah, let's yes. call it the as of now, the odds makers would set the 49ers as favorites. You, you agree with that, James? Maybe. Well, maybe. you got to do I, the minus three. Maybe. For, I think at, so. At home. Well, then, I mean, they, but they're already. counterbalance that with whatever yeah. those odds are. Look, I they're... think it would be like a pick them to the 49ers or favorite. Remember, this is, but two. this is also just how people are betting on it, too. That I understand. doesn't necessarily mean that, that if a game here would be a certain line. Well, that. you know what I mean? Yeah, but yes and no. I mean, these are probably fresh, freshly. Re- I look, I don't know exactly how it works, but I'll say this. These odds were probably set by the odds makers after the seedings were officially determined yesterday. So, to your point, James, betters will now start to bet based on new odds. But the odds have been set. And to me, I think it does say the 49ers would be favored because they're saying the 49ers have a better chance to win the Super Bowl despite the fact that they have to play an extra game and despite the fact that everybody knows if the 49ers play the Eagles, it's in Philly. Mm -hmm. And the 49ers are still the favorite. To go to the Super, to win the Super Bowl, that's that says a lot to me. Let's go to Dwayne and Pen- so basically get those dog masks ready. Dwayne and Pensock, and hello, Dwayne. Hey guys. Hey Dwayne. How you doing? Hey, I, I want to start off by saying real quick, sorry I ain't congratulated you guys on your promotion, but I was just trying to figure out how to congratulate somebody got to go to work at six in the morning. Way so, before then, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to work before that. That's the yeah, one I, negative. I, I know, I know, I know. I'm an army guy. <laughs> So well, I need – can you help me out, man? A couple things, couple things. First off, can you call me every morning at 3.30 a.m.? I just want to have that, like, ninth alarm. And I can call you the ninth alarm clock. Would you take on that mission? I would. That's like Tuesday to me, man. I'm a soldier. Ooh. I'm 100% disabled better, man. You got Ooh. that going on. Well, Listen, God, God bless you, Dwayne. God bless you. Thank you. Now, let's get back to this. I'm hotter than July, brothers. You know I'm a cowboy fan. It was a 99 point, whatever, high percent chance. Yo, I already was resigned to the fact that the division was the Eagles. Yep. But whatever that I saw yesterday from the Cowboys, you got to understand, John, you could speak to this, brother. You got to understand, whatever that slim point of chance, take care of your business. If you think that they that the other team is going to win. No, you got to do your thing for other reasons, too. That was that slim chance. And as a veteran, let me tell you some Cowboys fans, man, I'm bemoaning it, man. Close only count in horseshoes and hand grenades. Brother, whatever we just put out there, I ain't seen a game so, like that in a long time. Dwayne, let, let me say something here. We, we usually have a rule around here at WIP. Cowboy fan calls in. It's like a 37 second call at max when a cowboy fan exhibits cowboy on cowboy crime we extend the phone call so Dwayne, <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna put me. it back Y'all to you, love me. you good minute. no so the floor is yours 
Cowboy fan for more no, ripping of the Cowboys. The Go ahead. No, rip, rip away. This is from the heart. Rip away. This is, this is from the heart, man. Why are, they, why are they falling apart? Because they're losers. I, listen, man. I hate to say it. Dak Prescott. I don't know. It's the coaches. Wait a minute. How do you get your team to go out there and yeah. show up like that with all those stuff on the line? I ain't never, never raised my voice. Dwayne, I know what you're saying. I'm going to translate it. Here's what you're saying. You're saying you're not ready to call the Cowboys losers, but you know deep in your heart they ain't winners. Well, I've been fighting it, man. You ain't going to get me to say that. But I'm going <laughs> to tell you this here. Because I'm be as honest as I can. I'm trying, Dwayne. I'm trying here, man. I, I, all right, we have an owner. I give him his credit. He's a fool. We've drafted. Listen to me, guys. Drafted some great whoever's in charge of that. Yeah. But yeah. his problem is, I don't know what his goal is. We don't get to partake in that palace as a fan or that star in Frisco. Our our victory, what we is is wins. He don't seem to be focused on that until he get a coach who will not have a product. If you if you flip the switch, I'm sure I'm just gonna say it. If the Cowboys was the Eagles, you'd be proud of that team. They not bad. They All right, Dwayne. Okay, uh, I went too far, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, I went too far. Okay, but anyway, I'm saying this here, dog. Every last one of heads need to roll and. Oh, I want to say this too. Congratulations on winning it. I knew that was going to happen, but the Cowboys is one and done. I can't even gloat on the fact, and this is a fact, because I ain't seen as a Cowboys fan. Y'all got your own problems, but the the thought is this. You at least keep winning games. All right, listen, Dwayne, wonderful phone call. And other than him saying we got our own problems, I'm going to get up out of my seat, and I'm going to give the Cowboys fan a standing ovation for ripping the Dallas Cowboys. He says they're one and done. That was beautiful. Yeah. Now, the problem is then uh, they're going to get that uh, Sean Payton to be the coach, and then they're going to be more formidable. But, you know, uh, deal with that next year. Not going to worry about that yet. Plus, Jerry Jones will find a way to mess that up. I mean, he messed up. Uh, uh, you, can't, you can't have more stature coming in than Bill Parcells had. And he, he messed that up. You know, so, uh, uh, Sean Payton, what, what difference does it make? Hey, coming up, time's yours. Jared Cameron, John Ritchie. On WIP. Hey, football fans, you can call your own plays during the NFL playoffs with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Because when you bet NFL same game parlays from now through uh, January 16th, so that's one week from now, all customers get up to $100 in free bets whether you win or lose. That's a great deal, and that's what you get with FanDuel Sportsbook. All you have to do is place a total of $20 or more on an NFL same game parlay or same game parlay plus bets during the wild card round. The more you bet, the more you'll get back in free bets. NFL same game parlays, of course, the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. And you can build your own same game parlay or choose from FanDuel's pre-built same game parlay section. See what they've got, see what you like, and lock it in with FanDuel Sportsbook when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. Now, obviously during the wild card weekend, six games will be played and a lot of intriguing matchups. Find what you like and lock in using promo code HAMMER. And remember, you can get up to $100 in free bets, win or lose, when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. So make it all happen and make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.